0: Hello and welcome to episode 47 of the Nerd Culture Podcast. My name is David, and with me are the NCP crew, Richo. Greenberry, Barry. <laughs> Luke. Just for dramatic effect. Right? <laughs> and the, Chris- Luke, the Luke is out there. <laughs> <laughs> and Crystal. Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> and for this episode, we also have a special guest, Karen from the Black Panel.
1: Hi, um, I'm just a little bit confused here because you're making these X-Files references, and yeah. when you called me up, you said we were doing Silk Stalkings. <laughs> and so...
2: Oh, damn. I, I, I knew I should have watched my uh, Silk Stalkings
3: collection see, before see, I I think, around. Karen, what you failed to realise is that we're reviewing good shows. <laughs> damn
1: it. i watched all eight seasons. Uh, I, well, I, I that, was, well, that's
2: a... Well, that's <laughs> a...
4: Silk Stalkings see- really have eight seasons? Eight seasons. seasons.
2: Really?
1: Ninety-ones
2: really?
0: and
1: ninety-nine. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: Sorry, that that that, that, that yeah.
3: there's the biggest uh, revelation of the day.
5: Silk stockings,
3: eight seasons, eight
1: big seasons, five That's
3: live, long long. episodes. That's <laughs> almost as long as Next Gen and Star Trek: The Original Series combined.
5: How yeah. <laughs> sad that is! That is
3: insane. Uh,
0: no, we are well, we are covering a show of equal quality.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I will point out Neighbours is still going yeah,
1: yeah that's a good that's point
0: true. actually um, mm-hmm. yeah so uh, our entire episode is actually devoted to one of the most watched TV shows from the 90s, The X-Files
1: oh thank god because I really didn't <laughs> like the the truth is out there
0: As I said, Karen's from uh, The Black Panel, which uh, which is also part of the the Big Top Network. The Black Panel is Australia's premier and greatest uh, video game podcast. And
2: we haven't been paid money to say that at all.
1: (laughs) And uh, we're also on the World Wide Web, so um, just check that out.
2: Yeah, check him out. Um, we've, we've had uh, the host of Black Panel, Aaron,
0: uh, on the show uh, previously. It was uh, great fun. So now we've got uh, the lovely Kaz. Everybody
2: loves the Kaz.
5: <laughs> Re- really,
2: what happened was we decided that uh, we needed to up the nerd girl quota on the show because yeah. One, yeah. one is impressive. But it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Too well, much testosterone. No, on alone we're
1: unstoppable. Together are invincible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, uh, and for listeners, uh, see if you can uh, email in and find out what uh, tag that film's from.
0: <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Email uh, details there on the show. Now I invited Candice for two reasons. One, because I love her dearly, um, and <laughs> also because she's a huge X Files fan. Yeah.
1: So uh, even though I didn't do the research, I did the research on silk Stalkings, <laughs> I've got so much. Uh, time spent on X-Files over my life, that's uh, it's okay. So I love the whole sort of uh, one to nine, disappointed put it in seven uh, seasons of uh, X-Files, but um, for a variety of reasons, including the, the aesthetics of the first five seasons when they're in Canada, mm-hmm. it's raining, we're yeah. in dark, um, disturbing forests, you know, we're in yeah. little cabins in God knows where in Vancouver. Yeah. And I just thought that really added to the kind of whole mm-hmm. aesthetics and creepiness of the show. And then, Although there's some awesome episodes after that, just that it's always bright, there's deserts, and yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it wasn't... It was a different show, in a way.
0: I agree, yeah. I agree yeah. with you. It's just every second episode. It's <laughs> like, I mean, so, surely Canada what, has... Uh, Canadian has, <laughs> has some actual,
3: you know, Canadian. <laughs> I like to call it Canadian. Oh, Canada! <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose, you know. Yes, I know.
0: Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I mean, obviously we all know, but uh, The X-Files is an American science fiction, horror, drama, television series. Uh... Surely you all know that. I mean, really. Yeah.
5: Uh, it's it, was,
0: it was created by Chris Carter. Uh, the program originally aired from September 10, 1993 to May 19, 2002, spanning nine seasons and 202 episodes.
3: Impressive. Mm-hmm. 200 of them are watchable. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and then the other two are just to directed. Just <laughs> ignore them at all costs. Um,
3: it's actually kind of interesting, given the phenomena, phenomenon that The X-Files became, that it actually wasn't um, touted as being a big show when it first aired. It was meant to be the lead-in show for um, the Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. with Bruce Campbell, mm-hmm. um, and that it, was meant it's to considered
1: be... a equal these days. Looking back on the <laughs> <end>. uh, <laughs> TV. But,
3: <and that's laughs> but the
1: whole idea,
3: the whole idea was that that was the one that they were going to tout and yeah. put the, all their money behind. You know, had you know better special effects and things like that. Um, Whereas the X Files made this little you show that they lead it into my last a season, my last two, and look what happened. Nine <laughs> seasons and Briscoe County didn't even last, didn't even finish its first I don't no. think. Cause,
1: cause when you see Briscoe County you're like huh oh kind of remember it Yeah,
3: yeah. Bruce,
2: Bruce I Campbell right. was uh, but for Mulder
0: mm. he actually is a bit, uh, and he appears in for, a later um, episode too yeah any anything I, I'm, Bruce I'm glad awesome. as
2: much as I love Bruce Campbell and he is the man
1: yeah. the I'm man. glad
0: that he wasn't cast <laughs> oh, as uh, no, it was a star he has the
1: best name for an audio biography he does if, if chins could kill yeah, yes this <laughs> is
0: great <laughs> For those of you who don't know, the X-Files uh, dealt with FBI special agents Fox Mulder, played by David Duchovny, and Dana Scully, played by Gillian Anderson.
4: Because CNN Mulder was a bad name. <laughs>
0: I mean, seriously, Fox. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they investigate the X-Files. Um, they're marginalised, unsolved cases, uh, usually involving paranormal phenomena mm-hmm. um, or something similar. Uh which basically the rest, you know, the rest of the agents who are too cool mm-hmm. don't want to deal with. weird stuff. Mm-hmm. The weird stuff. The fact that stuff.
1: he actually is in the basement of yeah. the FBI building <laughs> us a lot about their exactly regard for right. the Expos uh,
0: Mulder believes in the existence of aliens and paranormal, uh, while Scully is the sceptic uh, assign- initially assigned to make scientific analysis of Mulder's discoveries and basically debunk his work mm. and, ba- and just generally make him look bad.
3: And also, actors kind of the implication at first is that she's kind of acting as a bit of a spy for um, Skinner and um, the Cancer Man.
0: Early in the series, both agents become pawns in a larger conflict, uh, and then eventually they only trust each other. It's it's pretty early on that they, they decide that they're they're the only two people who are trustworthy. Out of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, except maybe, cool, except maybe for Scully's mum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mulder can't even trust his own parents. <laughs> a good
1: point. Skinner's, Skinner's trustworthy. Yeah, eventually, yeah. eventually, yeah,
0: eventually yeah. they then, you know, um, Skinner starts off quite antagonistic and yeah. quite solute. But then when he realises like what's going then, on... Yeah, but then he, you know, he's like, oh, I don't want to have any skin bar with this. <laughs> he's the man. <laughs> he's the man. It's Skinner,
1: like he...
2: Skinner is the man. The, the great thing about him, too, is that he's he's the one character in it that is actually walking the fine line yeah. uh, between between what Mulder and Scully are doing and what Cancer yeah. Man and his and people d- are doing. And protecting and, Mulder and Scully, Yeah, yeah and so, and the, but they do a wonderful job of making him just seem like a villain. Yeah. To begin yeah. with. Like You're just like, there's something wrong with this guy. You do no, he You don't like fact, him at no, the start, but then you're like... It helps that he was in shocker.
4: Yeah. <laughs> you know oh what it doesn't? Goodness. It
2: really doesn't.
0: <laughs> that was, a, that
4: was a flashback <laughs> I, I love that film. Come on. I was just gonna say Skinner explains it quite well himself when in the episode where he's um getting divorced where he says he has to actually shut part of himself down just to do his job. Yeah. <laughs> exactly
0: yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Um it's what's interesting about the show is that it's uh the main character sort of switched around. Huge, uh it's the the woman as in Scully who is uh, she, I mean she's a medical doctor and mm. the skeptic of the of the two who then eventually, as the, as the show progresses, kind of starts to believe but nowhere near to the level as Mulder no. does mm. and Mulder's the out and out you know believe mm. everything to the point where it actually affects his work mm. so, so he, he's so willing to. He so wants it to be alien conspiracy type stuff that sometimes it's actually not. It's mm. got nothing to do with it. And so it sort of wrecks his objectivity. And then on the occasion when,
1: in the early seasons of Scully Blues, like season one, Beyond the Sea. Yeah. And Mel's like, nah. <laughs> yeah. I
5: just like,
1: Damn it! this is the first time I'm actually <laughs> believing this. And you go, nah.
0: Beyond <laughs> 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 the Sea is great. It's brilliant.
1: Um,
0: so this, the, the storyline deals with an uh, uh, overarching uh, story, uh the mythology of the show uh, with involving alien uh, colonization of Earth um, and the shadowy government agents who sort of are either helping and secretly trying to hinder the colonization of Earth. They've agreed to assist the aliens in the colonization in, in, in return for power, um, but are secretly trying to stop the colonization by uh, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. No, um, it's 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 quite weird, uh, and in between the it sort of it sort of flesh out the show and sort of not to be stuck in the mythology episodes. They have what what are called the monster of the week episodes, mm. which I actually think are the better ones. Yeah, <laughs> so they're the ones that are a bit, a bit more fun. So well, we're the ones that are a bit more memorable because they don't get bogged down in the um, mm. in the conspiracy yeah. stuff. The conspiracy stuff is cool because I love that sort of yeah. conspiracy type stuff, um, but uh, it sort of it goes a bit too long and sort of gets bogged Can down say, towards yeah. the end
1: in, in, with the conspiracy stuff. The, oh, mm. I do like the conspiracy stuff. The only thing that frustrated me by, so sort the of season four or five, I was thinking, I'm over the Samantha thing.
0: Yeah, Samantha, yeah. I,
1: like, there were so many um, kind of uh, false conclusions and false finishes, and this is Smith. No, 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 just messing with Imelda. Yeah, yeah. Not her. And that was, like, kind of the first few seasons, mm. but by the end of it, I didn't care. Yeah. I really didn't care. And mm. then when they finally resolved I was like, oh, thank God. I thought that was a, an interesting um, kind of character arc mm. and, and a good way to push the narrative, but it just got to the point where you're like, Let, let's 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 be done with it. Because the interesting one, the more interesting one for me, was when um, the whole abduction around Scully yeah. and the chip in the neck and yeah. all those kind of things were was cool. a more interesting part of that mythology.
3: And whilst that was more whilst that was a more interesting story? I think that that also suffered from the Samantha thing as well, as in it kept constantly mm. getting brought up with no resolution. You'd sit there going, okay, yes, we, we've we've kind of dealt with this. And um, I don't know this is not a show that provides answers, but mm. at the same time, can we move on a little bit beyond...
1: Yeah, they do like to, to pull some of those things out. But, um, yeah, it's I think that when, when the, the best seasons work well and they've got a nice combination of mythology episodes, mm. monster episodes, and humorous monster mm. episodes. Season three. Yes, the best season. I completely agree.
0: <laughs>
5: okay,
2: we'll, we'll get actually, to that when we get to the season. I've got to disagree with what everyone else is saying. I actually much prefer the conspiracies, the, the uh, overriding conspiracy mythology story to is the that Monster of you the Week.
1: They're out to get us?
3: Well, that is part of it.
2: No, <laughs> you a, are a
3: massive conspiracy buff. It should look, be that pointed that out. is definitely yeah.
2: part of it. That yeah. is definitely part of it. But what I find is that um, the Monster of the Week formula mm. gets a bit old after a while, like it's just no, yet I could... another Monster of the Week story coming along, whereas I... whereas the big mythology stuff is basically the overriding story for the entire show and I find that really fascinating like mm-hmm. the, the the ongoing um, storyline for me is actually much more interesting than the Monster of the Week, not to say that I don't like some of the Monster of the Week episodes, I think some of them are amazing, mm-hmm. but without I, I think the show would have been very boring without the the mythology story to keep it really Progressing. Oh.
3: But the, the whole point of, the whole the problem with the conspiracy story is that because there is no end in sight after, you know, four or five seasons, yeah. it, it starts to get a lot wearing. Whereas the yeah. Monster of the Week yeah. stuff, actually, because it's dealing with di- various aspects of folklore and you're looking at different cultures and different monsters, it actually becomes a lot more interesting. Uh, no, I disagree.
4: I have to agree, the the, uh, the conspiracy stuff does start to wear after a while. But I, instead of calling it Monster of the Week, I prefer to stay the standalone episodes because mm-hmm. not all the standalone episodes are monster episodes. Oh, okay. and some of the ones that aren't monster episodes are actually quite standout episodes. Mm. And yeah, I agree uh, I, I wasn't that. trying to be
0: derogatory with Monster of the Week, that's how they refer to it. Yeah. No, as no,
4: as no, as I'm saying I'm, I'm, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. so may, by calling them a Monster of the Week episodes, we forget about the others. As well. Yeah, forget
1: mm. about the non-monsters. Who would think the monsters?
3: monsters. <laughs> you have to, you have to, both, and I'm not um, deriding the conspiracy stuff at all, I think you get some good stuff in there, but just after a while, they write themselves into such a corner, they actually find it very hard to get themselves out of when they finish the story, and then by ending it halfway through season six, instead of leading up to either the end of season five, or the end of season six, they, it sort of leaves the rest of the series without direction. So the conspiracy conspiracy theory, which is its strength at the start, becomes its enemy towards the
0: end. Uh, The X-Files was inspired by shows like Alfred Hitchcock Presents, The Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, and Tales from the Dark Side. Um, and especially Kolchak the Night
3: Stalker, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, who Chris Carter is a massive fan of. And mm-hmm. fair enough, because it's awesome. It yeah. is awesome. No <laughs> doubt about it. And Rick, to be um, Richard Matheson, who was involved in a lot of the Kolchak stuff, his influences keenly felt all over the X-Files in yeah. terms of its eeriness, its creepiness, yeah. um, mm. but also its humanity as well. Mm. For the first seven seasons, the show
0: featured Duchovny and Anderson equally. Uh, in the last two seasons, Anderson became the star uh, while Duchovny appeared periodically. Uh, new, two new, new main characters were introduced FBI agents John Doggett Played by t himself <laughs> Robert Patrick uh, What a legend And Monica Reyes Played by Annabeth Gish yep. Mulder and Scully's boss Assistant Director Walter Skinner Who we mentioned before Played by Mitch Pelleggi, uh Also becomes a main character in that part He gets his own episodes yeah. <laughs> That's
1: He does, it's awesome. pretty cool uh,
0: The show uh, spawned off has one official spin-off show uh, Called The Lone Gummin uh, based on a, a trio of characters that Mulder uh interacts with. Um they're sort of they're very, very much the stereotypical sort of conspiracy nut nerds, essentially.
5: Mm.
1: As far as uh that's spin off show goes. They were good in scattered throughout the X Files in yeah. small doses. Yeah. And watch the first episode and went, This is terrible Yeah it like, was awful. like five minutes into losing the X Files fine. Yeah. That's enough.
0: Move on. I'm totally with you. Every episode they appear in, I'm like, oh, I, love, I love these guys. These are awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: But I wouldn't have given them their own no, show. No, what they you thinking.
1: No, and people, and they, they obviously got all caught up in the kind of fandom of them. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they think, oh, wow. These fans really like them. Let's give them a the whole season, you know.
0: Like, no. It awesome. also had uh, two feature films. One is that was produced and set in the middle of the show itself, between the episode, uh, seasons five and six, uh, called Fight the Future. Um, and the second one uh, was set after the show itself. I want to believe. Yes, I want to believe. I want to have a better film. (laughs) I want to have a show film with an X-File in it.
1: Yeah. Did you not like I want to believe? No. It was
0: boring. Rubbish. The series received largely positive reviews from television critics, although its long-term story arc was criticised near the show's conclusion, Um, as you just heard us (laughs) 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 us do. Uh, the series won multiple Golden Globe Awards for Best Television series Drama, and dacophony and Anderson themselves received multiple award nominations
3: and they won them Golden Globes. Too.
0: yeah, so just a little bit more on the production because I think it's important. Uh, Carter's initial pitch for the X Files was rejected by the Fox executives, um, he fleshed yeah. the concept out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he fleshed it out a bit, and you know now we have what we
4: have Was the cold fox at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I, can I, oh that's so true that's what got the show up and running didn't even occur to me
0: maybe it was called uh, MGM Mulder <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I, I actually think that because Fox was you know kind of in, in a two with regarding TV shows at the time mm, yeah. and I don't think X-Files would have been given the green light had it been 10 20 years later when you know they, they really weren't willing they were willing to take risks uh, yeah. back then and kind of go, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll give it a go, but I don't think they're as risk taking now.
0: Oh, no, this, this, this is the point where they now screw over Firefly. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, like I said before, it's, it's, uh, it's inspired by Twilight Zone and Kolchak and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but it's, it is also uh, inspired by Silence of the Lambs um, and uh, in terms of the FBI component um, and the Avengers, Emma Peel and John Steed, in terms mm. of how their relationship is quite clearly just platonic. A bit of flirting, <laughs> I love that, yeah. um, and then of course they become you uh, know, um, and then also,
2: well, um, yeah, I actually think there's two really key things that happened um, in the early '90s that really helped X-Files actually find its its footing. The first one was Twin Peaks. Hmm. Um, Twin hmm. Peaks came along and said, you know, you can make a dark and disturbing, and you know. Quite sort of bizarre show, but also with a long term mystery to it. Mm. Um, I've told bizarre Jucopini's the, the on it. Yes, the, the, <laughs> yes, the interesting also that David Jucopini plays a cross dressing DEA agent in the show. Awesome. Um, so that was the first one. I I the think... attractive Woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I also think the other one, the re- really important one, is actually the release of the JFK movie. Yeah. Mm. Because mm. that actually created this. The sort of resurgence in conspiracy theories, a thirst
1: for conspiracy, theories. exactly, yeah.
2: exactly, and so I think it was just a case of the X Files just came coming along just at the exact right time to sort of capture what was already in the sort of the zeitgeist mm-hmm. of, yeah. of the era, which was you know massive conspiracies, government, you know, coercion, yeah. all all those sort of things, all just coming together,
3: sort of became the. Um... The poster boy for the zeitgeist. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Right. absolutely. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It was
0: absolutely. It can't be denied just how massive it was. Mm, yep. And
1: I think that you're right, David. So that, that was the catalyst, and then yeah. you've got the strength of writing, the strength, yeah. the strength of really good acting and, mm. and character development as well. Mm, mm. I
2: mean, uh, absolutely. I mean, it can capture the zeitgeist as much as it likes, but if it's not good, yeah. it's not going to last. And there were, there are other shows like Dark Skies. Yes. Um, around wow. that time.
1: Sort of saying to the audience, we, we trust your intelligence, yeah, and uh, and we're going to make something that you might even have to think about. So, <laughs> so,
0: being a TV show, obviously, it has an opening sequence. We're big fans of opening sequences here at NCP, and uh, X Files is mm. a memorable one, mm. yeah. Um, it's it's very cool. It's like a whole bunch of a series of images that sort of deal sort of deal with the themes of the show, a montage, um, mm. yeah, it's a montage of images. Thank you, Crystal. even Rocky had a montage. Um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And in, which included my favourite, which is the uh, the stretchy head that's yeah. the screen, <laughs> which it's is
4: clearly whoo. clearly inspired by the screen. Yeah,
0: terror filled warped face. Mm. Uh, great I stuff. just had
1: a bit of fun it um, so clearly. <laughs> uh, it's
0: it um it also has a, a caption at the end, which is usually the truth is out there, uh, but does notably change uh, during some some of the episodes. To, sort of more to reflect what the episode is about. And, so, and basically, it's like a little Easter egg for the fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first time it changes is in the Meyer flask, uh, where it changes to trust no one. Um, and then some other examples are Everything Dies, Believed to Understand, and They're Watching. Uh, by its final era in the X-Files, it become the longest-running consecutive science fiction series ever broadcast on US TV. Uh, that has now been uh, beaten by uh, Stargate SG-1 and then again uh, by Smallville. Yeah. Which is a shame because Marvel nowhere near as good. Mm. So just before <laughs> we go into the individual seasons, actually, I want to I want to go season by season, and we'll discuss our mm. favourite episodes mm. and sort of the overarching sort of storyline. Um, uh, just before we do that, there's actually there's another show uh, that's not officially a spin-off but is set in the same universe as the X Files called Millennium. Um, uh, Millennium was aired uh, between 1996 and 1999. Sh- it had three seasons, and it was the show was uh, officially finished in an X-Files episode called mm. Millennium, funnily enough, in Season 7, Episode 4.
4: Well, didn't he have to finish it that way?
0: Yeah, we basically had to finish it because uh, the show, the, the end of the third season of Millennium, ends with a cliffhanger. It's a good episode, too. Yeah. Mm. I, I love the entire show. So the series the series of Millennium basically... Uh, uh, it's, no, going into too much detail. I is basically... Uh, FBI agent Frank Black, played by the brilliant Lance Henriksen, <laughs> who has... Uh, what he first says is a natural ability, but a learned ability, to basically see in the mind of, of you know, psychopaths and stuff like that. At this end, later, later hinted that uh, it is, in fact, a psychic ability. So it's a lot darker than The X-Files. Uh, it's basically, it was basically pitched as Seven, essentially. It's like Seven, the TV show. Um, and that sort of deals with that sort of stuff. Oh, it also, it also co-stars the, the awesome Terry O'Quinn.
1: <laughs> which
2: does lead Terry, Terry Quinn this does lead us to uh, the true conspiracy in the X-Files because Terry Quinn is actually in an episode of the X-Files where he plays a sheriff yeah. but yeah. then he's also the bomb disposal person yeah. in the X-Files movie yeah. but then he's also in Millennium Right, And obviously now, then they link Millennium to the, to the X-Files universe, so clearly there's a whole bunch of human alien Terry Quinn clones, clones out there <laughs> <laughs> that the, the X-Files never
0: if addresses. Yeah, yeah, if you got a clone anybody, a it would be Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I mean, that's who true. then went, of course, on to play Locke being lost yes.
2: uh, what a legend yeah. <laughs> and
1: now he's in 666 Park,
2: Park Avenue <laughs> <laughs> well Terry and Queen gotta pay the bills yeah. <laughs> and, and to be fair he was good in that <laughs> first episode it's just yeah. everybody
5: else clock on. sucked
1: clock <laughs> off <laughs> episode morning,
0: one morning Phil is not shared by the rest of the crew but I'm an absolutely <laughs> massive fan of, the, of Millennium I actually prefer Millennium over the X-Files strangely enough and, oh my
3: god think,
1: Have we haven't been in silence I haven't no, no, no,
0: no. Burned <laughs> at the stake, <laughs> but uh, that's enough for Millennium. As it uh, was just pointed out.
5: Bye, Millennium. You get back
0: to X <laughs> So let's go. Uh, so, like, I said, we'll go back to X Files season by season and talk about our favourite episodes. Okay, so season one, as you would probably guess, is the start of the show and uh, yeah, deals and introduces you know, the universe that it's set in mm. and uh, the conspiracy and the characters and all that sort of stuff. Um, it also has uh, some very men- uh, memorable Monster of the Week. Yes. Episodes. Yeah. Since we have a guest, the lovely Kazza J, uh, you.
1: you can start <laughs> off. <laughs> I really You're like serious. the Gender bender episode, <laughs> uh, which is the sex-crazed Amish. And, uh, and one of the reasons... Um, is I it like actually
0: called Genderbender? Yeah.
1: yeah, it's actually called <laughs> yeah. it. That's hilarious. It and it's probably the- one of the... Not one of the more conventional episodes that the fans love, but it's also the first appearance of Nicholas Lee, who plays CryCheck. So, oh my yeah. god, Crycheck uh, yes. But it's not CryCheck. i mean, i remember, obviously, didn't know it at the time, and and going back, and when I got the DVD, and remember when the DVD used to cost $180 uh, for a season, but it was okay because the uh, VHS cost $25 per VHS, so it was fine. Um, and I'm like, right, So It's
4: quite um, jarring, isn't it? It takes, it pulls you right what? out of the episode. What,
1: what the, what's he doing here? Exactly. So <laughs> I thought that was uh, just, a, just a really cool episode um, where it was just this kind of bizarre look at the Amish, which I'm sure really they're very happy with that episode <laughs> if they watch television. Um, well, probably done, so they probably don't. That. <laughs> I don't think we're all good there. And I don't think they'll be listening
3: to um, a podcast via the
1: internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, the oh, we like amazing. the
3: Amish right? here. I'm a big fan of the film Witness, and I listen to uh, with a fixed gang um, Amish Paradise. So.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I also really love Darkness Falls, which is um, uh, just a, an episode which I think is really synonymous with the early seasons yep. of uh, the X Files because it's 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 gloomy. It's in the forest. Hmm. This this evil green stuff coming out of the trees, which, which looks cool. Of, which mm. looks cool. It's yeah. an environmental kind mm. of message in the end.
3: And... But it's it's the because I I agree. That's mm. probably my favorite of the set, first season as well. I remember watching that at the time, going, "Wow, that's that's this so is cool. some, this is something pretty special." It's, it's just yeah. creepy. Yeah, it's, it's, that's for me. That's but one of the nice things long. the nice things about it is that unlike some of the other ones, which have you know monsters that you're expected to go and yeah. fight and be mm. shoot and kill,
5: you
1: can't fight.
3: this one is what the hell is this? Yeah. Mm. Um, and, and there's it, a there's a really strong mystery about this, which does get resolved which is great yeah they actually lose in the end yeah because they they, they basically have to make the dash and it's
1: quite I mean even though you know the main character is going to survive it's quite intense that last Mm. few minutes where Mm. they've just got to make the dash and and, and try and you know avoid the dark and and when they're all sitting around and yeah, Scully sees the green. She sort of fl- flings her arm up in the air and nearly knocks out the, the lights and so forth. It's just it's really tension building, and I think it's really very cool.
0: animated. It's very yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, it's not a podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, another um, this is probably my favorite episode of the first season, Beyond the Sea, yeah. um, which has mm. Crazy Brad Dourif. Um, Brad love is awesome. God, I love Brad Dourif. Uh, he
2: is yeah. the man. Yeah. I-,
1: I was such a, an X Files nut, and probably still am really is that uh, I used to um, watch it, record it, watch it again before the next episode. Mm-hmm. And beyond be honest, I just loved it. Um, I thought it was fantastic character development for Scully. Mm. Um, Brad Dourif was awesome. And just a bit of a um, background on that. The writers, um, obviously, they came up with it, they, they gave it to you know, the producers and they said, we want Brad Dourif. And mm-hmm. they went to Brad Dourif and they, and they said, no, nah, Brad is going to cost too much money. The writer said, we'll forego a writing fee in order to get Brad Dourif. So, nice, that, yeah, awesome. so I thought that was and uh, Brad Griffith is excellent in that yes. uh, that episode. And it's the first episode where Scully believes and Mulder's like nah, I think
4: so. <laughs> <laughs> well, surely Peter Jackson saw that episode and went, That's the perfect worm tongue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> great. My favorite
0: bit of the episode is actually the end when she says I don't I just I don't need to know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because
5: he yeah. was my father.
0: And mm. and
1: mm. I and I think that also sort of demonstrates one of the episodes that, that demonstrates just what a good uh, actor Julian
2: Anderson is too. Yeah. So, but um, that that last bit I think is actually really pivotal in their relationship mm. as well because mm. f- molded by this point has been been going on faith. Yeah. For basically the whole show up until that yeah. point, it is belief in UFOs. Yeah. And to have then Scully actually reveal sort of her own faith. Yeah. And, and to as it, as you said, you know, not need to have the answers you know mm. I, I think it's a yeah that's a really mm. big turning point for the for both characters at that point in the season
3: is it in that episode it's been a while awesome since I've seen the episode I'm a big fan of it. Yeah. Is it is it in this episode or is it in one of the later ones where she actually says hang on you've always asked me to have faith why can't you have faith yeah, yeah, yeah this, is that is the same. It, this is the one this is an interesting yeah. it, it's an interesting point to make
1: yeah
3: um because, you know, she is right, but it's sort of a nice little turning point. I now believe. Yeah. Why don't you believe? And it made
1: sense. It wasn't a tokenistic thing. It made Mm. sense why she would actually believe. Mm. So the other one, um, I'm a big fan of Ice. Yeah. Uh, Ice is a fantastic nod, homage, (laughs) homage (laughs) to to the thing. Mm. And uh, I I thought it was uh, just a a great way. And obviously they had their own take on it and their own Mm. kind of twist on it. But, um, and just sort of also getting near the end of that episode where Mulder's trying to say, you know, how they f- figure out if you put another worm, kills yeah. the other worm, mm. and they think Mulder's, you know, because he's a bit, bit of a tool sometimes, I think, well, he's <laughs> being a tool, clearly a him. He's like, no, no, no. So that was, that was actually a pretty cool ending of the episode. Mm-hmm. So. Well, that
0: makes it easy for me because uh, ice was one of mine as well. I love, I love that episode. Yeah, it is. Awesome. Um, I love the little, little ice. Yeah. A little, the worm animatic and so like that. And I just love that crazy dude, bear, bear <laughs> or whatever he's he yeah. doing. It's crazy. But it's crazy and been... everything. Uh yeah, so um I I'll just add the uh, two to that list. Uh the first one is Squeeze. Yes, which introduces yes. Uh, tombs. Um the,
2: the, the single best monster of the week in the entire first season, yeah. and probably in the entire first few I actually, seasons. I actually I actually think he's tombs. the
0: best the best monster of the week of the show. He's yeah. just fantastic. Yeah. Um, followed closely by the fluke. The fluke man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just in terms of creepiness. Can I just
4: insert a little anecdote here when you mentioned Squeeze? We watched the, um, the second part of that episode recently and, and about a week later our toilet backed up. <laughs> 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 like, it, like, almost to the top with water and we're
5: like... Uh-oh. It's Never done it before. <laughs> I've
4: never done it since. And
0: so
1: just, yeah, he's
0: just he's awesome. Yeah, he's creepy. Yeah. Just a, it's a magnificent performance. Um yeah. Up.
1: He's it's just got a, kind of an uneasiness about him, doesn't he? Just, he? Just, yeah. it's,
2: so for me, that scene where he's sitting there licking the paper,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, that just freaks me out yeah. every
2: time I see the episode.
1: And the whole kind of, um, of the backstory of, of the reason for that monster in every yeah. X amount of years, and mm. it, yeah. it's really, really yeah. well constructed.
0: Um, and also, although I think the the use of clones sort of got... Overused towards the towards the end of the show, I mean, yeah. every, everything was a, everybody was a clone, yeah. including Terry O'Quinn obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, but actually, quite like the first the first time I use it is Eve. Yeah. Uh, we have the the cloned. It's because it's creepy kids, creepy, are creepy.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and you have
0: got the and you got the, the two girls on opposite ends of the country yeah. that are both I have a crazy. question.
3: I have a question. Is there any time where creepy kids are not creepy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. This is creepy kids yeah. are always awesome.
2: No, I, I, I have no, to say it, Eve, can... I have to say <laughs> Eve is probably my favorite. Episode of season one. It goes on to become
4: Um, Frasier's agent. (laughs) (laughs) Two
2: two episodes that did stand out for me. Um, The first one is um, Deep Throat, which is actually the second Mm. episode of of the season. It was actually the first episode I saw. And um, I remember just watching it thinking, wow, this is a TV show about a guy breaking into Area 51. And it's like, straight away, it's like, I'm just going to be a fan of this show. Yeah. And there's no doubt about it. Like, this, this is it for me. I'm, I'm now going to watch the show forever just because of that. So, um, but also, I think um, uh, the um, Erlenmeyer flask, mm. the final mm-hmm. episode yeah. of season one, because it, it wasn't very common to have those big cliffhanger endings for seasons at that point, And to have one where suddenly the stakes of everything that's happened just just are upped dramatically. Like, it's like everything goes wrong yeah. for them at, at that point. And it it was just one of those episodes that just left me hanging. Like, I was like, I must see the next episode right now. Yeah, and yeah. to have to just wait months and months and months to find out what happens next. I mean, just a brilliant, brilliant cliffhanger ending. Totally um, and like I said, it just it just upped the stakes. All of a sudden, this was more dangerous than it had ever been up until that point you know yeah. and that's saying something because they've been through some pretty harrowing stuff and, but from that point onwards it's like yeah okay now the threat level to the main characters has just risen dramatically
0: and so. this is
1: when Scully starts wearing the big overcoats because uh, Gillian Anderson's pregnant yes so pregnant. <laughs> which uh, brings us so to
0: season 2 yeah let's move <laughs> on to season 2 where the conspiracy really
2: kicks off Gazm
1: no, know I'm going to mention the one everybody's going to mention. Dwayne Barry! Dwayne Barry!
2: <laughs> I, swear, I wanted a Dwayne Barry spin-off series. He was just so cool. He's it, dead. Yeah, that doesn't matter. They Did could have answered
1: him. Dwayne, Dwayne Barry, and uh, as I was just saying, the way that they... I mean, they could have done anything. They could have just ignored Julian Anderson's pregnancy. But they obviously... Smart minds are behind the X-Files thought, so you know what? We could just make this huge, yeah. and they did, and it was fantastic. And shot
0: pregnant uh, on, on purpose. That's why <laughs>
1: right, I was in the contract to pregnant. <laughs> um, so, you know, she met
0: her husband on set. Which part of
1: the yeah, yep. yeah, just fantastic way to uh, to work around that. Um, humbug which mm. is the first overtly humorous episode. Mm. And a uh, little fun fact, uh, Gillian Anderson actually put that cockroach in mm. her mouth. Yeah. Oh. So, um, which uh, I've seen a bit of an outtake of it and um, the crew got pretty excited about that.
3: <laughs> Whatever
1: floats your boat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so...
3: but the thing about it, I also like the um, the way that episode ends. It's the one time where someone actually looks at Mulder other than a <laughs> uh, creepy, nerdy, <laughs> um, strange He looks at him as something sort of heroic yeah.
0: and <laughs> yeah. that, he's a handsome yeah. Man. What about that episode <laughs> where
3: he's gone for he's having a swim?
1: <laughs> the uh the famous red speedos. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, even I was like, Nobody looks good in Speedos.
1: <laughs> Budgie Smuggles. Yeah, humbug, really, really funny, and I think that um obviously they realised, hey, we can really do this. We can make some really yeah. good episodes and you know, standalone episodes are absolutely yeah. hilarious and it was it it was indeed that. Um also season two had the Worst episode today.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> um,
1: uh, the first episode not to feature Gillian Anderson was not a good episode. <laughs> it was uh, Dave Duchovny's chance to, you know, get some on-screen action with his then-girlfriend, Prairie Reeves. Uh, three, which was just... Three, just le- a,
0: three levels of crap?
1: Three levels of crap. <laughs> I, I just, I couldn't believe it. Like, um, it was boring, it was banal. Yeah. It was just deviated from what we'd come to yeah. know and love from the X-Files.
3: And yet, it became the most popular episode.
1: Oh, no, I don't people, understand. A lot of
3: people could sit People love those vampires. It's, the, it's, it's the
4: Twilight Syndrome. Yeah,
3: yeah. 10 years, 15 <laughs> years before Twilight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh, just...
3: any
4: others? Young Stephanie no, Meyer no. sitting there uh, watching, I'll taking notes. <laughs>
0: notes. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Uh, all right, cool. Well, of course, I also had Dwayne Berry on my list because uh, mm. it's just pretty.
4: Dwayne Berry ain't no liar. Crystal the best
0: Dwayne Berry, not uh, but I also add on um actually one of my favorite of the season and also of the entire show uh which is de Hunt de yep which is the episode where <laughs> uh where they investigate um a murder at a school and have to deal with this. Incredibly creepy. I don't want to give anything away because I want you to see the episode. But that, there's an incredibly creepy uh, substitute teacher. And uh, oh
1: yeah, that was an awesome yeah. episode. Yeah. It's
0: it's brain stuff. She's it's, just
4: brilliant eye acting, that woman.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's,
0: she's great. And uh, the story. She's suddenly here, yeah.
1: out of here. Like, It's interesting. It? <laughs> yeah, I know.
5: And
0: uh, and it sort of ties into. I sort of I, I lean toward more towards the um the sort of biblical supernatural elements, yeah. and that mm. sort of and it deals with that. So. Uh, which is why I like And They're very voice, scally
1: focused. Those ones, yeah. It's
0: sure. just it's, it's very insane. Um, and also chucking uh, the last episode, the, the Cliffhanger episode of the season, and which right. awesome, uh, awesome I it I does, it ends, ends on an awesome Cliffhanger. And the, the the focus of the episode, I just think it just just yeah. works so well visually,
2: despite everything that happens in the Cliffhanger at the end of season one. In season two, it's like they just up it a notch again. Oh, just yeah. like I, could, I didn't Absolutely. think they'd be able to do a bigger cliffhanger than they did in season one, but no. As I said
1: at the start um, of the show, maybe ditch Russell Crowe and line up <laughs> and brush his midnight. Exactly right. <laughs> so, um, yeah.
2: so for me, um, other than Dwayne Barry, who I love, <laughs> and Ascension, the, the second part of that, that yep. story, for me, it's not specific episodes, but for season two... Everything involving Crychek, yeah. the introduction of Crychek yeah. a, a, into the into Such the show, a fantastic character. he is just mm. awesome. And the, that kind of he seems like a nice guy, but you know there's something quite not quite right about him. And then how that actually plays out throughout the season, it's just amazing. Like it's just another fantastic addition to the show.
3: Mm. I've do at my post which is Fluke Man. Yeah, because <laughs> I have a penchant for um, creatures from yeah. the Black Lagoon type um, monsters um, you know ones that sort of verge on the edge of um sympathy. Then yeah. mm-hmm. Um, then I watched that as a 10, 11 year old, and was originally quite scared of the quite scared of the of the um, of the monster, but um then towards the end actually kind of felt something for it. Yeah, so, I, I
1: agree. With that was um, a really good episode. Oh, I, if I could add one more episode, um, <laughs> I, I, I love this episode and I've watched it quite a few times, which is Irresistible, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, <laughs> I remember because I was in uh, 10 or 11 at the time, and uh, a, few, a few of my friends were watching X-Files because we were cool kids, and it's uh, got uh, Donnie Faster, who is actually uh, a death fetishist, and he's actually collecting you know, stuff from graves and so forth. And he's just creeping. He eventually moves on to people. And it's one of those episodes where Scully kind of believes a little bit more than Mulder. Poor Scully gets slammed in this season, doesn't she? She does, she does. Not a good time for good old Scully. (laughs) And I just remember when um, the next day, um, those of us who watched the X-Files were saying to each other, "Is your hair normal or dry?" Because <laughs> 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 it was just—he was a, lot, he's a really creepy guy. And the yeah, yeah. really cool thing is, is that later, in, seasons later, I think it's the dun, 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 season seven, which is one of the better episodes. in Season seven, they revisit this guy, and yeah. but the, in this season, he's just creepy. He wants to. um wash women's hair before the way he, kills he talks. Them. Yeah
4: but, uh, I'm, I'm just I like, was oh thinking God. like he's t- sitting there talking to this woman, she's halfway chatting to him, like, can you not see how creepy Oh no goes, Wake oh, up I oh, know, <laughs> get up So um So true.
1: Yeah and, and that one uh, that one actually kind of reveals that you know Scully's kinda of cracking at the scenes too. I mean <laughs> she hasn't had a great run of it. So uh, things haven't been perfect. Season two so, yeah. great season. Fantastic
0: season. Okay, so that brings us to season three, which is uh, highly regarded uh, as the best season of the show. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is. Yeah, basically because it is. We're all all in agreement. Yep. Um,
4: Maybe not. I'd have to watch four
1: through eight to
0: be sure. (laughs) It's definitely better than season seven. We'll just leave it at that. Absolutely. (laughs) So, uh, once again, starting with our guest, Katza.
1: Well, we sort of already mentioned the the Great Mythology episodes, The Blessing Way and Paperclip. Which obviously, you know, as Dave could probably talk about for a few hours, um, how it, how it actually alludes to, you know, some of the conspiracies that you know have really existed and almost been more well, essentially confirmed. Well, really the, the, now. the
2: paperclip, the actual paperclip conspiracy is is one hundred percent confirmed. Yes.
1: It, it's 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 um, it's for a fact. So. Yeah, it's yes. for <laughs> fact. Oh, That's right. awesome. <laughs> I like that. you for the episode. I like the way you work. Um, it's conspiralicious. But what I also liked is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh oh uh oh. Um. So, but what I really liked about it also is that it had this. Um. It sucked Scully into the the conspiracy mm. more. Mm. Fantastic character development. Krychek willing to do anything. Oh, whoops! I killed your sister. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well,
0: actually, he doesn't. The other guy does.
1: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's
2: true. To
0: be he fair to poor Krychek. he wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, he he
2: <laughs> <laughs> the thing I want to say about the Blessing Way and Paperclip clip is that for me, what I love so much about these episodes is that they bring like all of the disparate elements that that mm. made the X-Files so great in the first two seasons together. So you've got the conspiracy stuff, mm. you've got the alien side of things, but you've also got um, you know, the Indian mysticism and the supernatural side of things mm. with, with Molders, you know, being on the verge of death. So it's like it's like in these stories they've gone, you know, we don't need to keep all of those elements separate. We yeah. can actually bring them together and do one big overriding story yeah. involving all of those elements. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the big things I love about it, other than, you know, the massive conspiracy theory and Nazis
3: and all that sort of stuff. Now, Bruce Myler, Paperclip, and for a long time, this reason made it my favourite episode, mm. Skinner's Finest moment. Myr- yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Skinner's Awesome. Watching that, thing, oh, hey, this is a cool episode, oh, my God, Skinner! you're awesome. <laughs>
5: yeah. It,
2: yeah, it really is the episode that makes you go, you know what? This guy's actually cool. Like, this- <laughs> yeah.
0: no, I don't mean to sort of go against the grain, but I'm actually not a big fan of The Blessing Way. Um, but uh, Paperclip is... Spot on, Brent. Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, I suppose I'm looking at it all as, as special yeah, with the previous, the yeah, with story. the with the final episode of season mm. two. I don't as think I just as 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 think something.
0: it drags out the, the 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 bit where he's he's floating through space and everybody's talking to him and stuff. It's like, oh my god, come on. it's a good way of <laughs> bringing the elements <laughs> together. <it> the alien corpses, <laughs> but also
1: like I mean, up until probably the end of season two, the start of season three, Scully was just kind of going along with Mulder and like, oh yeah, you know, I'll do what I got to do. I'm his partner. But now she's like, nah, I want to get these guys. And mm. so that really, really sucks her into it quite significantly. Also, um, some of the funniest episodes in this season. Um, Josie Chung's from Outer Space. Yep. Um, Brilliant stuff. Just hilarious. Just Jesse Ventura. Venus. Most people who
2: believe they have seen a UFO <laughs> have in fact seen an image of Venus. You did
0: not see a UFO. And it brings UFO. back UFO. that psychic guy
4: from the... Earlier episode.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. My favorite bit of that in in that episode. I mean, it's it's all gold, but uh, I mean, like Richard just did with the, the Venus thing. But the fact that Jesse Ventura body slams, <laughs> his, yes. <laughs> yes, just slams him over his knee. I almost started crying. I was like, Before you do, I just need to check. Just get uh, another Millennium reference because I'm obsessed yeah. with the show. Uh, but uh, Jose Chun, who in that episode, shows yeah. up in an episode of uh, Millennium. Thank
1: just loved *Wet Wide*. It's yeah. um, such <laughs> yes. a cool episode. It's, it's at the of messages and and Scully, you know. <laughs> seeing the cigarette smoking man and Mulder just laughing together in the car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just thinking, Good
0: old boys. Just
1: another great hit for Scully, you know.
0: <laughs> just... Great use of the lone gunman too, actually. Yeah. Yeah, they contributed. In a cool no,
1: absolutely. So, um, I mean, really, I could just go episode by episode to saying how fantastic it is, but there's certainly a few highlights, and when you guys mention your highlights, and mm. I'll certainly, you know, chime in.
0: But like I said, season three is uh, is awesome. Um, I, yep. Uh, paperclip. Um, the jose chums from our space um i'd also chuck in uh war of the coprophages coprophages the insect the insect one the cockroaches is uh hilarious especially the scene with scully in the in the supermarket it's like everybody calm down (laughs) and the the end of the cockroach walking across the screen yes (laughs) which is great um i'm also a big fan of the pusher episode oh that is Um, a really good episode he just does a really great job um the guy who plays pusher and I'm um, also, uh, but I, my favourite episode of the entire season would have to be Clyde Bruckman's Woo! final repose. <laughs> yeah.
4: Peter Boyle's performance in that is brilliant. What I really like about that character is he—he's got this special power, but he just doesn't care. He just. He just wants to live his normal life and yeah. go on and do his stuff, put the garbage out, and, and
1: He's so and annoyed just, by it. And he,
4: yeah. you've got this other psychic guy; is clearly a fake. He's <laughs> yeah. the, a the great Yanny, a the great a, Yanny. A <laughs> Yanny. who does who does appear later in in uh, episode 8K? Remember how he predicts Mulder's yeah.
1: going to die? Oh, not die like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel for you, buddy. <laughs> What's
2: um, also amazing about uh, Peter Boyle's performance? It's so good that he yeah. actually won. Awards. An yeah. He won an, an Emmy yeah. for yeah. his performance, which is so rare for a character that's only in one episode of a show yeah. to actually win.
0: Uh, my, my, fa- my favorite bit from that episode actually is um, how because Scully just ha- just doesn't believe any, that in his ability, but how he mentions how he can he's already foreseen what Scully's reaction is going to be when he himself dies. Yeah, and then it, it does actually you know happen. In first
1: off, he says. We're going to be in bed. She says, yeah, I don't she's think like, so. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> keep dreaming, buddy.
0: And, uh, but then, but of course, it does actually happen that way. And she's, and she's so very sad to see him go. Yeah, it's
1: yeah. good. It was touching at the end. Yeah. Funny and touching.
0: Okay, so that brings us to season four.
1: The most disturbing episode of the X-Files ever, Home. Yeah. And I remember at the time uh, when it was advertised, so you, you, know, you watch the last episode and that's advertised, and it actually had to have a higher classification because yeah. of the content. And, uh, and, that, and they kind of promoted it that way to get people thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be just unbelievable. And it was. Yeah. Really, really good episode. But just the, the scenes yeah. and the and the, the content of that episode were just utterly, utterly disturbing. <laughs> oh, it's the, the
0: X-Files is, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. yeah. It was just, <laughs> oh,
1: took a left turn at Wrongtown. It and, was uh, good.
0: Yeah. House on the, house <laughs> on the left. <laughs> first of all, it combines it all. It's, it's creepy stuff. And directed by uh, Carter, I do believe. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Cool. Uh, well, I, I, yeah, I also liked Home, but uh, I will have small potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> the comedy episode. It's the the one episode where because up until this point, Fox is, is meant to be the cool dude. Yeah, I mean, despite, despite the fact that he's called Spooky, I like how like he's called Spooky Mortar by the other by the other male agents, yeah. but all the female agents, I think he's. Hot. There's <laughs> 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 he has, he has no trouble with the ladies. But uh, I, I, I do like how it sort of plays on that fact. Just how uncool Fox <laughs> really is. Because he has no idea.
3: It's, uh, it's great stuff.
2: Uh, my favourite episode of this season is actually Musings of a Cigarette Smoking yeah. Man.
3: I think it should be called Cancer Man, but that's just yeah. me.
2: <laughs> um, um. What, what I love about this episode, first of all, you get the, the history of, of Cancer Man. Um, including his involvement in the JFK assassination, which is just a great scene. But um, you also get to see just how like hopeless he is mm. in in the rest of his life. Like he's this incredibly powerful person involved in all these massive conspiracies, yet. His personal life is just a disaster, you know. And you see him as he's a struggling writer, and no one will believe, you know, that he's written a story basically about his own life, and no one will believe that, that it's, or, or publish it. So, yeah. um, and then when it finally of does, character, But
1: yeah, it, yeah. it
2: finally does get published. It gets published in this like trashy porn men's magazine, <laughs> <laughs> and Are then Stephen put, King started off in those,
5: isn't it?
1: Then, then,
5: then, he
1: but, didn't have been King, though, did he? He's written,
2: he's written his, uh, he's written his um, resignation letter and everything thinking that he's he's finally got success and then just have to strip it away. And it, it's strange because it's the
1: episode where actually I feel
2: kind of sorry for yeah. him and I shouldn't because he's a monster. It's he, all right. You have
1: a few episodes master. after that, you're like, nah, nah. He's a bastard. He's a bastard. Moving on to season five. Funniest episode ever. I can watch this now and I'll be weeping with laughter, which is bad blood.
5: Yep. Which um,
1: basically plays on all the conventions of the X-Files. So it's it's a fans-fans episode. So um, even just a little typing thing they do at the start, um, they're arguing over you know what actually happened. So one thing gets typed up. No, 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 it was this time. Oh, then yeah. another thing gets <laughs> typed up. And uh, and just uh, going through their different perceptions. Is that the one where Luke Wilson's the show? Yeah. Yes, Wilson. yes, yes. And uh, according to Scully, he's dreamy. According to Mulder, he's this buck-toothed hit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just hilarious. And um, and just how Mulder just, uh, you know, basically uh, recounts Scully as being this unimaginable bitch who uh, <laughs> cracks it with him and storms off and... Um, and, my, and Scully imagines Mulder to be the most inconsiderate person you could possibly imagine. Yeah. And every single time I watch it, I just I laugh heartily. It's so funny. Cool.
0: that that was mine as well. So. Okay, so at the end of season five uh, is when Fight the Future occurs, uh, which is the the feature film. I, I'm a huge fan of it. Actually, I think it's actually as, as an ep- as an episode. I suppose, actually, it really works really really well. Mm-hmm. My favourite scene is uh, when Mulder's dragged Scully out. Of uh, Wish of the, out of the cocoon in the, and they're in the snow and they're in the middle of the Arctic or whatever, um, and the spaceship's going over here. And, and he's looking at it, and he's like, Oh my god, it's, it's real, it's real. He looks down to confirm to Scully, he's like,
5: Look, look, look!
0: And she's unconscious.
5: And uh, just
0: the look on his face, he's just. I don't, I don't think it's meant to be made, played for last, but it's just hilarious because he's just like, God damn it!
1: It's god. kind of funny though, it's referenced in much later um, seasons, I can't remember off the top of my head, but. There's a young FBI agent that's like, meant to be clearly like a bit of a fangirl, kind yeah. of, of the X-Files, and she's, she knows all their cases and so forth. And, um, and at the end of the other episode, um, Mulder and Scully are um, actually arguing, no, no, there wasn't a spaceship.
5: <laughs> <laughs> how do you know you were asleep? Uh,
0: gold. OK, so uh, moving on to season six.
1: I, I love how the ghost stole Christmas. Uh, very, uh, very, very funny episode. Uh, with uh, Edward Asner and uh, Lily Tomlin uh, as the menacing ghosts um, <laughs> just messing with Scully and uh, Mulder's heads. and to love Lily. Uh, yeah, it was, that was a really cool episode. And I just want to mention, I don't really want to go on a negative, but I hated the episode, The Unnatural. Another David Duchovny director <laughs> episode. Uh, that pretty much it's, says it's, it all. Basically, he said, Baseball! I like baseball! Let's make an episode where mm. aliens are baseballers. And I'm like, oh, no. let's not.
0: Yeah.
1: Hey, Terrible. Not, oh, just, it really annoyed me. And anyway. even some of the um, lesser episodes I watch again, but not that.
2: Oh, so, I mean, season six is obviously, as we've mentioned earlier, pivotal for ending the big X-Files conspiracy yeah. story. It's basically the end of the show. And yeah. I must admit, I actually like, I, I mm. like the conclusion. Yeah, I, I, I really yeah. don't understand why they it's did it halfway through, it. through the season, but yeah, it it's actually true. brings everything to yeah. a really good close. Like yeah. it really better than perhaps... the actual,
0: than the, than the truth, which
3: is the final episode. The final episode. I, I think it works a lot better.
2: Well, I mean, it wraps, up, it wraps up the big conspiracy story quite nicely. Yeah. Um, and that's really, um, yeah. But okay. then, but then the, sh- the, the, the show does kind of lose its way a little bit in the second half of season six. Mm. Yeah, which gets us to season seven where, you know, the show just completely loses its way and produces what is easily the single worst episode <laughs> of the X-Files <laughs> ever. Um, no, actually, first person shooter for me. Yeah. Just what an abysmal, you know. And of course, uh, is it, it's written by William Gibson. Yeah, which is like you would so. think. And he'd written um, episodes previously, previously that mm. were great. Yeah. And he just produces this god awful, you know, video game comes to life kind of oh, just abysmal. Oh, it's it's so really bad. so bad. You could you yeah. could tell the writers just they just went. Had no idea where they were going with the show. No. At this point.
4: I don't remember it clearly, but I I would have to disagree and say the vampire episode was worse. <laughs> Look,
2: the vampire episode is uh, the vampire episode probably stands out a bit more because it's surrounded um, by brilliance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Uh, no. this episode is just surrounded by crap. Yeah, but worse. trust me, it's it's worse. <laughs> no. It is and, far worse. And,
1: <laughs> and the thing is, and then, oh, I agree with you. Like I've got a few ones that just uh Sorry, I'm finding it hard. I'm struggling to deal with season seven. But just, <laughs> um, for instance, yeah, first-person shooter, just indulged in crap. Yep. Fight Club drove me nuts. <laughs> yes. So stupid. Uh, and and uh, Hollywood ID, although I had a few laughs in it, it, it deviated so much from the tone of the X Files. Yeah. I, I wanted to rip it out of my DVD because yeah. it shouldn't exist.
2: Sorry, case before you go on, is that the one with um, like Gary Shandling and Tellyer? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's just another example that David Duchovny should not get his wife or girlfriend involved in an episode. And shouldn't direct, that's a very
1: important element. Um, Although, can I mention the episode I like? because there is a a couple of episodes I liked in in season seven. There's more than a couple. Gillian Anderson directed episode All Things. Mm -hmm. Um, I quite like that. Tried to do something interesting with the backstory of Scully and so forth, and and, um, I guess as far as technique goes, she tried to do a few different things. So I I actually like that episode.
0: Okay, so season eight.
1: I thought that although um, X-Files lost David Duchovny in season eight, it got back on track and partly mm. was, I think, as uh, Richard I mentioned before. Um, they actually had a, a kind of uh, a new conspiracy arc, a new reason, a new mm. motive, a new um, narrative drive. Well, Carter yeah. actually
0: wanted to go on for like another 10 years or something. Yeah,
1: yeah no, I'd, Look, we'd be happy with that. Bit.
2: Him leaving mm. really works. like It, it, mm. it, it gives the show new life. Yeah, it
4: refreshes yeah. the whole show and, and, yeah. and, and the Doggett character is actually... Instantly likable and quite interesting, and, yeah, quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. And, and you'll get to relearn about the X Files through his character. Absolutely
1: and, and, and that you, is such a good point. It's because yeah. really, like
4: your like, fresh new take. Yeah. And as a it brings in a new audience yeah, too.
1: Absolutely, mm. because like we know pretty much everything there is to know about Scully, we know everything there is to know about Mulder. We don't know about Doggett and Reyes. Mm. So it, we've got it's, new backstories to reveal, yeah. new new characters to find mm. out, oh what are they going to do in this situation? Um and Did he, either, he pulled, who? didn't he?
4: I could be um, having a memory that I want to have here, but didn't he pull out a thing and do the Have you seen Miss Boy
1: thing in the?
4: Yeah, he does. Yes, he yeah. does. He does.
1: Yeah. And, a, and also does. the the new characters provide, you know, a new an interesting dynamic for Scully mm. because Scully fe- feels that she has to take the place of Mulder mm. as the believer, but she can't do it. She's not mm. Mulder, so that's actually a bit of an inner. Uh, conflict with that character. I
2: hmm. also like the three-person setup that they mm. create. It is yep. actually different to the what to the Mulder Scully relationship. But I, I, I like the fact that you've got Doggett, who is basically an even more extreme version of what Scully was oh, at the start yeah. of the show.
1: Absolutely, Scully,
2: who is kind of, as you say, trying to become the Mulder character, but then Reyes fills this kind of middle ground between the two, and it actually makes her quite. Sort of interesting and different.
1: And she's it's kind a of a funny dynamic. character too. Yeah, you know, like she does the the whale thing yeah. in, the, in the birthing episode. Yeah, um, and also I love when we first see Doggett, and and we don't like we know as the audience who he is, but how <laughs> probably doesn't. And then when he reveals himself after kind of, you know, lying to Scully a little bit, she throws water in his face. Yes. Like, Welcome to the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah,
0: that's uh, with the famous, I
1: think,
2: yeah, the other thing too is they would really pushed the Mulder-Scully relationship to a point where, you know, they'd actually finally brought them together, yeah. made them a couple. Yeah. And so it's like, if you keep him around, there's really nowhere to go yeah, with that. Yeah,
1: absolutely. One of the sort of uh, really good episodes relating to the new mythology and the disappearance of Mulder is... This is not happening. Um, yeah. So it's just an episode where you kind of you Scully is the protagonist. You're going along with her, and you're kind of feeling a pain because you know you've been with these characters since season one. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to figure out oh, Jesus, Mulder dead, and, and yeah. as the and and because we don't even know if David Duchovny's come back, we don't know if that's what they're going to do. So yeah. it was that kind of unknown that the audience was experiencing um, as well.
0: That <sighs> brings us to season nine, the final season.
1: Really, really funny episode uh, with Burt Reynolds. Uh, improbable.
4: I've forgotten about
1: this. And so, Scully and Reyes get stuck in a garage with God, <laughs>
4: yes.
1: who's played by Burt Reynolds, I know. who happens to be really annoying for him. <laughs> and there's a point where Scully just wants to get out of the garage at all costs and just starts shooting at the door. So, <laughs> and they end up playing a, a game of checkers, I believe. And, <laughs> yes. uh, it's It's very funny, very clever, and um, yeah, it, and, and considering that. Season 8 and 9 got a very, very dark and serious tone. It was sort of good to have a bit of a comedic relief in one of the episodes.
2: I'm, I might be the only person in the world that actually really likes the way the show concludes. I think it's actually quite a fitting end yeah. to the entire series.
1: I agree. Um, all right. That's all right. Me and Kaz, the rest of you
0: can all shut up. The, I don't hate the episode. I just I just think season 6's conclusion is better than the, the eventual mm,
4: conclusion. Well, be I mean, I, I, I don't remember it.
0: <laughs> they put Mulder
4: they put on <laughs> I've
1: I've the file. I've wiped un- it from my mind. The, the only thing I didn't like about it was the fact that they... I thought they spent too long on the flashbacks. And I thought they went, yeah. oh, if you haven't watched The X-Files in about five years, here's what's been yeah. happening. Yeah, it's, it's essentially a, it's bit essentially of a and, clip show. Yeah, and I'm thinking... But when it got to the, the final episode, because that was the second yeah. last episode. When it got to the final episode, it was good. At second last episode, I'm thinking... Don't appease the people that have, you know, gone up buggered off five <laughs> years ago. I'm a fan, man. I've been here all
5: along.
1: Yeah. You, you, do it you for me. You Make suffered. You Make suffered
2: through season six. I suffered through you season six. I
1: watched The Unnatural. I watched Hollywood AD. I watched three. <laughs> I've been here all along. <laughs> In your face, Xbox people, in your face! Yeah, you
4: tell them, guys, you, you lay down the law.
1: I've seen all of his girlfriends on screen. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, yeah, so, so the show ends with um, Fox and and uh, Dana on the run. Um, as after they... the, the
1: cameo by uh, the lone gunman, too? Yes. The... Yeah,
0: as they escape uh, his guilty verdict in the trial. Um and then, and then, of course, uh, the, the show went on to have uh, another feature film that we mentioned before, I Want to Believe, mm-hmm. um, which doesn't really continue on the mythology. It just It's basically a standalone Monster of the Week type story mm-hmm. and it's boring as hell.
1: I, I actually liked it. So. Yeah, so did <laughs> I.
4: I just wanted to mention one episode that I didn't jump in with earlier because I don't know which season it came from. <laughs> So I'd like five. To, a special mention for the uh, unusual suspects episode, which uh, gives you a bit of a backstory about the loan gunman yeah. uh, with the uh, yeah. lonely and buyers. Yeah, good episode. You get, you get first time you get to see Mulder from a different perspective. Yeah. Um, and also, you get to see Detective Munch in that episode. Yay. Yeah, yay for Detective Munch! And
1: it's sort of funny how that sort of relationship starts off a little bit almost antagonistic between <laughs> Mulder and the Lone Gunman. Come on, who are you? But you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a really, really good backstory episode.
3: See, the thing I was awe of was the size of Mulder's phone. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing, the thing, thing files had made cool, and that that might actually make a joke of, was that you know mobile phones actually yeah. became, looked cool in people's hands. You know, <laughs> if you if you had a an FBI-style trench coat and a mobile phone you look cool. Yeah. Whereas the whole joke of that was, no, he's got this big clunky well.
4: thing he doesn't look cool. Yeah. Well, really, so you really, should really, just point Files... out that, that episode was set in 1989.
0: <laughs> well, no, but those phones obviously alien technology. <laughs> <laughs> they, worked, they worked underground.
2: <laughs> it is actually funny though, the X-Files does show you the development of the mobile phone. Yeah, like, yeah, it's the big clunky ones they've got at the start, You know, like the 1993, yeah. 94 models. By the time you get to 2002... You know, yeah. Phones have shrunk. The technology has become substantially better. So
0: yeah, so that's the X Files. Um, it's it was an absolutely massive, massive phenomenon mm. during, its, during yep. its first initial runs. I mean, Rolling Stone magazine covers, uh, you know, merchandise up the wazoo.
2: Hit singles made from its theme music.
0: <laughs> yeah, we didn't mention yeah. the theme music when we, when we talked about the opening before, but uh, Mark Snow. Um, yeah. yeah, did uh, did the theme yes. for it. You and... can
1: always tell how popular something is if they make a Simpsons episode pretty much dedicated to it. Yeah. It's
5: yeah.
4: like watching your a lava lamp. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> Whoever thought a whale could be so heavy. <laughs>
1: I bring you peace. peace. <laughs> bring us peace. <laughs> Kill it. I also love in that day. This topic. won't
2: hurt the bit until <laughs> I jam <laughs> it down your
1: throat. And in that episode at the end of the Simpsons one, and uh, Mulder's talking about you know conspiracies and this yeah. and that. Scully looks at the watch and just walks off. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Something cool. which we'd have loved to have done in the X Files series, no doubt. <laughs> Leonard Nimoy's in that episode too. Yes. It? yes he it's is. Really good.
4: Yeah. Yes
0: he is. It's uh, it is great stuff. Um, and and yeah, obviously as you've just heard for the last uh, hour, we're massive fans. Yes, and, um, it's it's a, big, it's a big part of our nerd lives, and uh, it went on to influence so
2: many mm. shows after what? it. I'd, I'd say yeah. it's arguably the most important nerd show of the of the '90s. 90s. Like it's easily, yeah, yeah
1: absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, I was I was hooked from the get go, and it's sort of funny that mm. when I started watching it, it was I kind of couldn't even tell you what series. Some series just stopped and got cancelled, and I oh, well, I'll flip over to the, the X Files, whatever that is, yeah. and, and then just went. I cannot not watch this every week. Yeah. You know? and tying yeah. back to what
0: you said earlier about about Fox. I mean, it was battles was about. I mean, as in the studio, the yeah. network. There it was a time when they were sort of taking chances mm. and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just, there's no doubt in my mind that you just wouldn't have yeah. some of the shows yeah. that we have today. Totally mm. agree. Sometimes that's good or bad, <laughs> view, um, without the X-Files existing. Yeah. And,
1: and something, you know, that, that I uh, really like and I like in Science and Lambs and I like in the X-Files, and, you know, you can have really strong, interesting female protagonists. Yeah. You, yeah. you don't have to make, um, um, you know, uh, sexual fodder. Mm. You, you can actually make... Really interesting complex female characters. With clothes on. With clothes on. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Who nevertheless no becomes a sex symbol anyway. That's what well, the She's an
1: attractive one.
0: But it doesn't play on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it's not like, you know, Gillian Anderson then went and, you know, posed for Playboy or anything like that. <laughs> you know, it's like. Well,
0: that role in Stone cover is a bit risky. <laughs> yeah. It's fair and David Duchovny in, you, in I, bed. I,
1: I can you see you pinned up on you wall over there. If you it? know what I'm saying. The notch I'd have against
4: Julian Anderson, and I think it's mainly in, in the movie, how do, you, how do you run in those heels? I know. Come, no, come no, on. I'll be
1: like,
2: bang, Well Let's, bang. let's face fact, <laughs> she's trained FBI agent. This, yeah. is, this is how they're trained. I don't know how women <laughs> even stand in those heels. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so,
0: yeah. so I hope you enjoyed it. That's The X-Files. Um, if you don't know what it is, Shame on you. Get on and it. Get uh, on it. and if you don't know it it. what it
2: is. Why are you listening to Nerd Culture
0: Podcast? <laughs> get to watching the show now. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so nerd so points. as Karen, as Karen says, you don't have to buy the $25 VHSs that only had two episodes <laughs> yes. on the beach. You can actually buy them on DVD yes. um, in the, the slim packs from JB. Go get them. Coming up next, coming soon. Okay, coming soon in cinemas, April 4th, we get Identity Thief. Nim's Island Two, Jurassic Park 3D, mm. and Trance. Now, Identity Identity Thief looks absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! I mean, I love Jason Bateman, but seriously, my God! And it's basically just a rip off of an episode of Friends, anyway. Uh, Nims, <laughs> I, Nim's Islands Two is uh, is the acting debut of uh, Steve. Irwin, yeah, Steve daughter, Bindi. Bindi? Mm. Uh, pretty exciting for Australians
3: no. never saw the first one and have
0: no real interest in seeing either <laughs> of these two. Bindi
4: Owen.
0: Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park 3D obviously you know what that is um, and uh, Trance is Danny Boyle's uh, latest film uh, starring James McAvoy and uh, Rosario Dawson and then the following week we had on April 11 we get uh, Scary Movie 5 and the only thing scary no. about it is the fact that there's 5 uh, um, no it's, uh, got a,
2: it's got wines in it that's always a scary <laughs> prospect uh,
0: Warm Bodies which is a zombie romance not solid on that one. And uh, Tom Cruise's latest Oblivion, which uh, I think looks very
3: interesting. I'm actually quite excited. It looks it. interesting. It feels like the trailer gives the game away, but...
5: We'll
4: see. We've thought that before and it yeah, hadn't. Sure.
0: no, I don't know. I mean, it's, it only gives the game away for me because I know what the story is. Mm. I don't. If you didn't know anything about the story, I don't think the trailer gives it away. Uh, just before we uh, finish up, uh, I do want to give a shout-out to uh, some World of Warcraft peeps. Um, uh, my... Some of my, my characters uh, lost their guild because the guild uh, some of us basically broke apart. So, uh, Miss McNasty, <laughs> which is an awesome name, yeah, otherwise known as Tiffany, uh, <laughs> was, was <laughs> kind enough to invite those characters to her guild, uh, the Bloodsworn. So, uh, it's a great bunch of guys, and uh, thank you very much. So, shout out to you guys. And uh, it, as to show just how awesome uh, Miss McNasty is, whenever you first log in, if you're part of a guild, when you log in, the guild message of the day pops up on your screen. And the Guild message of the day at the moment is, check out this awesome podcast by one of our Guild members, nerdculturepodcast.com. Oh, so, you nice yeah, Thank you very rock much
5: for
0: that. Miss
2: McNasty, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's an awesome day. You yeah, rocked Miss McNasty.
0: Okay, so to finish up, uh, don't forget you can contact us by email at feedback at nerdculturepodcast.com or post on our Facebook wall at www.facebook.com forward slash nerdculturepodcast or tweet us at at nerdculturecast. Or you can leave a comment on any post on our website at
3: www.nerdculturepodcast.com
0: ah. Don't forget you can also write and review us on the iTunes. Ah, <laughs> yeah. the iTunes! And subscribe to the podcast.
4: It's the radio of the future.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I just want to have just a huge thanks to our special guest Jay, from the Black Panel Podcast.
1: Thank you for having me on. I had a lot of fun and uh, what better way to spend a morning than talk about the X-Files so um, I'm going to go home now and watch some more X-Files do, um, do some
0: uh, Black Panel plug-in yes
1: yeah, so uh, the Black Panel um, visit us at blackpanel.com.au or the www and https and columns and all that if that's the way you roll uh, we... we here
3: take the shortcut
1: approach <laughs> well, culture. I like the way you do it I like the way you do it so check us out blackpanel.com.au we've got a fortnightly podcast and the next uh, episode will be on the 8th of of April, so check us out. I just had to think about that one. It was very sexy. <laughs> Eighth
5: of April. Eight. I am char- getting pretty excited <laughs> here now. And I'm
1: charging you four ninety nine a minute
0: for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and you're also on the on the iTunes as well.
1: Uh, on the iTunes, and uh, if you want some uh, gaming news and a bit of fun and frivolity, uh, check us out there.
2: All hail the iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: well, no us. Well, Especially well, check well. out
0: episode fifty because. Uh, Someone very important was on it.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, we've had a special, special guest.
3: <laughs> it was
1: me. <laughs> <laughs> you gave it away. Spoiler alert.
3: So that's why Ooh. you don't have a third
0: special. <laughs> <laughs> a
1: third <laughs> that's right.
0: So that was uh, episode 47. Thanks,
2: everybody. Thanks from me and thanks from the crew. Richard. Look, the truth, I, I believe that it is out, out there. Out, out, like, just past this window here. The truth is definitely out there. But you have to watch like nine seasons to find it. But it, but it's there. Trust me. Trust me when I tell No,
1: trust no one. Dave. Right. Trust no one except
2: me because I
4: know it's
3: there.
1: Look. Keep watching the skis. skies.
3: Skies.
4: <laughs> <laughs> crystal. The truth is, no one out there is. Is the truth is what? Trust no crystal. Trust, <laughs> the crystal is out no. there. Trust the I truth. am no one. What right now? The, the, the truth <laughs>
1: is. Do not watch David Doherty directed episodes.
0: <laughs> that's right. My that's special guest Keza j <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Bye now. Mm-hmm.
5: to you by the big top network I made this